0: This message is provided by Bridgeway Community Church. Thanks for tuning in. morning, Bridgeway. I'm so excited and I will say to be back. Now, many of you don't know me, haven't seen me before. That's fine. I'll introduce myself in a minute, but some of you may recognize me as I have been coming usually once a year before COVID days. I've been coming once a year uh, to Bridgeway. You've been partnering with me since 2005. Okay, since 2005. Give yourselves a hand. Okay, that's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's a long time. I've actually been a missionary in Indonesia since 2003, and I just found out this morning that Pastor Ron has been in this church for 2000 and, since 2003. So Pastor Ron and I are both going on 20 years right now, okay, in the ministry, and almost that long partnering together. Can we just give a hand to Pastor Ron, okay? What a faithful, faithful man of God, such a joy to see him here again. And uh, I'm I'm Canadian, so if I sound a bit different, okay, that's why, maybe, you know. And I'm here uh, with my husband, Kevin, and and we're just so excited to be back and, and just want to share a little bit today. Now, I cannot share about everything that you've been a part of. I cannot share everything that's taking place in Indonesia and all the work that's happening there. But I hope today I can give you a glimpse of that. Okay, I hope I can give you a glimpse of it. And um, and if you want to find out more, you can always find me on, on my website, which is susanhoover.org. Or you can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Susan Hoover. I even have TikTok, okay? But if you go on that one, uh, but you won't understand anything on TikTok because it's all in the Indonesian language, okay? Uh, But the rest have a mix, usually English, uh, English and the Indonesian language, and uh, you you can uh, join with us. Just follow, you know, and see all that's happening because I think it's really exciting. Now, maybe you don't even know, like, I don't know. I didn't know when I was sent off to missions and they told me I'm going to Indonesia, I I didn't know where it was. So if you don't know where it is, that's okay, okay? You're probably smarter than I am. Uh, I didn't know where it was. It's in Southeast Asia. And I don't know if you know the the four largest nations in the world. Anybody know the four largest nations? Population. Not size. Canada's up there. Size. But I'm talking population. Okay? Anybody know what's the largest population in the world? China. Yep, that's right. Number one. Number two? India. That's right. Now You got to know number three? the U.S., okay, (laughs) You're you're a little, like, not so sure about sharing that, okay, that's the U.S., and number four is Indonesia, okay, so it's almost right up there with you, it's got 270 million people, that makes it the world's largest Muslim nation, now, the world's largest Muslim nation is filled with beautiful, amazing people, but sadly, so many of them have never heard about Jesus, and that's what we're all about, okay, Bringing Jesus, who's for all people, okay? Letting them hear his name, giving them the chance to believe on him, discipling them that they get to know him, their lives are changed. Okay, so how do we do that? Well, a lot of what we do is I broke it down into three main areas. Okay, so the first one is uh, after a few years of being there, I realized I couldn't do it on my own. We opened a Bible school, this is a two year program. Okay, they come in. They get trained. I bring them out practically on the mission field together with me. We teach them in evangelism, discipleship. We—it's—it's it's amazing to see lives are transformed and changed, equipped in these two years. So that's our Bible school. Over the years, we've grown. We now have an online campus as well, and we've actually opened a branch campus on the other side of the nation. Okay, so we're seeing, we have had hundreds and hundreds of alumni come out of this school in the last 13 years. And they are sent out on missions, and we do so many different ways of missions. Uh, we do a lot of social work in the poor areas. We go into the unreached areas. People have never heard about Jesus. Our teams go in on a weekly basis, sharing with them. Them, discipling them, baptizing them. Uh, we do large events. During COVID, we brought help, uh, food and help that was needed to thousands of families going in door to door, saving those who were on the brink of starvation. And media. Now media is not just social media. You may be surprised to find out that we actually have our own television show. Okay, And so I thought this morning, that's kind of the one that always blows everyone's mind. Like, you have a television show in the world's largest Muslim nation? Yes, I do. How is that possible? That's all by the grace of God, and I'll tell you about that later. But I I know it's a lot to take in. So this morning, I just want to show you a little clip. Okay, it's kind of the intro of our TV show. It will show you some pictures of some of the work we do. And then uh, just a short, you'll see kind of what our studio or what our look would look like as I give a short description about some of the work, some of the things that are happening through our television show, Life Unlimited. So if you could play that now, it would be great. Uh, i'm just so amazed by the grace of god that our show is broadcasted 10 times a week 10 times a week across the nation of indonesia on two channels and and i know everyone always asks me the same question susan how many people are watching your show i don't actually have the numbers of how many people watch the show but i do know that over a thousand people contact our call center every single month okay every single month we have thousands of people contacting us wanting to know more about Jesus uh, wanting prayers and so every month I receive reports and testimonies of the things that are happening now we've had people who we never could have reached for social media I mean people who are in uh, villages with not a single Christian around watch our show call us and receive Jesus we've heard of miraculous healings taking place even last month there was a man who was suicidal watched the show and decided that he received hope in Jesus and not to take his own life. I mean, we're hearing amazing things are going on. Okay. Oh, sorry. It just stops there. It just stops because I didn't want to take too much time. I forgot. I'm like, what am I gonna say next? Okay. All right. Right. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. I sudden stop. Okay. Uh, all right. So it just gives you a glimpse. I, I didn't want to take up too much time this morning because I really want to share the word with you as well. But I wanted to give you a glimpse of kind of some of what we do and what is happening. Okay. So three main things. We have the Bible school. We're sending them out on missions. We have a lot of missions programs in so many areas across the nation, and we're doing media, which includes our television show that's shown 10 times a week across the nation. If you ever wondered, do people look the same on TV and in real life? Now you got the answer. Okay. I don't know what you're thinking, yes or no, but anyways, that's fine. Okay. You got your own answer to that. All right. And, and, and I'm just blown away. And so if you ask me like, Susan, how, how is that even possible? You know, you're this Still quite, okay, I consider myself a young woman, now middle-aged woman, okay, I was young when I went. You know, if you're thinking that I look too young to have been on the missionary, uh, to be a missionary for 20 years, thank you. If you think I don't, that's fine, keep it to yourself. Okay, but I mean 20 years, okay, 20 years, I actually just turned 40 last year. That means when I was sent as a missionary, I was 20 going on 21. I was young. I was inexperienced. I didn't know a word of the language. And to think that now I'm standing here today telling you like, oh yeah, we, we run a Bible school. We send out like people all over the nation sharing the gospel. We have a television show. You know, we, we, run, we run events and preach the gospel to thousands of people at a time. You ask me, how is that possible? I'll tell you how. It's 100% Jesus is the same Jesus that you have. You know, today I want to show you God of the infinitely more. And where I get that is from Ephesians 3 verse 20. And I think it just like summarizes, if you're looking at me today and going like, actually she doesn't speak that well and I can't understand her and how could she have a TV show? It just shows you that you, who knows you could have a TV show, okay? It's not about what I can do or who I am. It's about the God who can do infinitely more than we could ever ask or think. It's about him. And so I love this verse. It says, now all glory to God. Like I hope I don't steal any of his glory today. Okay, I'm not here to tell you today how great I am because I'm not. It's all glory to God because he is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. This is a little bit different version because this is the New Living Translation, which I happen to love. So usually we might hear abundantly more. But I love this that says infinitely more. Maybe ask the person next to you, do you, do you know what infinitely means? <laughs> it's like without limit. Okay, it just keeps going on. There's no end. You cannot count with something that is infinite. And it talks about he is able through his mighty power at work. Where? Within us, that mighty power is at work within us. And you know, sometimes I, I think sometimes people think, or I used to think when I I grew up in North America, you know, like oh that there's more power on the mission field, you know, oh those things can happen, Susan, because you know you're a missionary and it's different overseas. No, do you know that Bible verses they don't come with conditions for evangelists, pastors, and missionaries, like. It doesn't say that this verse is for those people. This Ephesians, this is a letter written by Paul to a church, to people like you, to the church body. And he says, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power. You know, if you told me like 20 years ago that, oh, you'll be a missionary in Indonesia for 20 years, and you're going to do all these things, I would like, no way, Jose. Okay, like it's not going to happen. There, there's no way. I used to be a shy person. Now, you're probably looking at me today being like, I don't know about that. Okay, but, but I was. But how, how can I be here today? How can I stand in front of thousands of Muslims and bring them the good news about Jesus? It's because of his power at work. You know, I'll be honest, I had an event really recently. I took all my students, okay, out of school, and I brought them into, into a, a Muslim area with are very few believers, and we put on an event, and we declared that miracles are going to happen. We invited them to come, you know, and, and, and we started sharing Jesus, and I was going to be the preacher first night, and when I watched the crowds pouring in, I'll be honest with you, my knees were shaking. I went and sat in my car and had to take a few deep breaths, okay? <laughs> like I watched them all pouring in and going like, okay, I'm the one who's going to share Jesus with them. You know, and I, I mean, I'm just human. But the amazing thing is when I got up on that stage, Jesus gave me the words and the boldness to share. And you'd be amazed, miracles took place. Tumors disappeared off of people. People with strokes, their bodies were restored. And the most amazing miracle of all, so many received salvation from Jesus that day. is that amazing? And that's like how? It's not me. It's his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or think. Do you know that God wants to accomplish something amazing through your life? Like, you may just think that you're coming to church, and I'm so happy you're at church. Like, especially after COVID days, when I see people coming every week to church and dedicating their time to come and worship Jesus, that's amazing. But I also want to encourage you one step further that he didn't just call you to come and sit at church. Like, he wants to do and accomplish something amazing through your life as well. Like, I'm so thankful that you'll partner with me, and you help us do what we do. You help us. You are praying with us. You are giving. You are partnering with us and helping us do what we do. But I love that. I want to come back and encourage you that Jesus wants to do it through you as well. Can you say amen? You believe that? Amen? You know, and I just think that we we know this verse, right, that he can do more than we ask or think. You know, I'm always amazed that sometimes God doesn't answer things the way that we thought he would. You know, like, he, he can do things in different ways. I, I, I thought I'd tell you a funny story today because I just remembered it. You know, how we started to work together, okay, is that there was a tsunami. did anyone remember the tsunami? That was in 2004. You remember? Okay. Some of you are older than 20. You're like, yes. Okay. 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 So you remember in 2004, there was a tsunami, and it devastated, okay, the northern part of the island that I live on in Indonesia, which is the province of Aceh, it devastated it. And um, we started to work together, and, and I was able to, to find the right organizations on the ground, really bringing help. I was able to, you know, channel your funds into the right places. You brought so much help at that time. And I personally went up into Aceh, okay, to see what was happening and make sure that the help was getting to the right people. And, and one of the things that I did when I was there, at that time, you know, Aceh, this province, was actually an Islamic province, and previously, we were never allowed inside. And the only reason that we were allowed inside was because of the tsunami. It actually opened the doors for all these organizations and for us to come in. And one of the things that I did there is we went to all the refugee camps, the places set up where, you know, people had lost all their homes. And there were so many orphans. Okay, and there were so many orphans that didn't have parents and they were traumatized and they were depressed and they were they were living in grief and sadness and they had lost everything and we came into some of these camps working with the children and I remember one day they asked us like can you make the children laugh it's like you, can I make traumatized, grieving children laugh? I mean, I, I mean, I was like, how? That's impossible. But they said, please, can you just try to put, can you try to put on a clown show? Well, if you look at me, I don't know if you think I'm a clown, but okay, I, I don't feel like I have clowning abilities. But we did what was requested of us. And we are trying so hard to make the kids laugh. And I'll tell you, it, it was not going well. Okay, there was like, not, not much laughter happening. And so at one point, I remember, I, I just somehow, I, I had a broom. And I turned the broomstick around, and I kind of jumped up and kicked out my legs. And then I got a little, mm-hmm, a little smile. I was like, this is working. So I did it again. Jumped up, kicked out my legs. I got a little, mm-hmm, a little bit more. I was like, I'm going for it, man. This is the one. This is working. I jumped up, kicked out my legs as far as I could in a split-like version. And the moment I kicked it out, I heard, and my pants split all the way open. And these kids, it was like slow motion. I heard the sound. My face was in shock. By the time my feet hit the ground, these kids were rolling in laughter, okay? They were like falling over each other. And I don't know if it was like God ordained or something, but I was wearing polka dot rainbow underwear, okay? It's so fitting for a clown. And I was so embarrassed. I have never had plants split open. And we're not talking a bit, okay? We're talking back to front, complete open. I had to run into the corner of the tent and hide. Hide. These kids were in hysterics. They were crying. They were laughing so hard and they wouldn't stop. And the more that I tried to hide, you know, the more things were exposed. And it was like pandemonium. Okay. And and finally, someone had to take, they had like someone covering their head, in a headscarf. They had to take it off and wrap it around my waist. And I shuffled out of the camp, you know, and 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 the kids were following us, laughing and laughing and laughing to the point they're falling over and their stomachs were in pain. And you know, I know that's kind of just a funny story, but it reminded me that in even the smallest way, in the smallest place, God is able to do more, infinitely more than we could ever ask or think. You know, I I was just up in Aceh a few weeks ago and I was reminded of those stories and the things that we did and how we connected, you know, with you all at Bridgeway and it's amazing to see the journey. I mean, of course, I've seen more than laughter take place. I've seen miracles and salvations and discipleship and amazing things take place. But just writing today that God is able to do infinitely more, and and I want to you that in your life as well. He doesn't just give power like when you get on an airplane and go on a mission trip. If you have Jesus within you, you have his mighty power working within you. Amen. Okay, turn to your left and right. Give a little smile to the powerful person sitting beside you. Okay. And remember how amazing it is. And, and I want to go through some verses in the Bible as well. You know, of how God did infinitely more. If you could go to when Jesus called Peter in Matthew 4. And it says that Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. So it means they're like not even at the church service. They're literally in the midst of their job, just doing their daily work, okay? And they're fishermen. Like they're smelling like fish. They're all wet and dirty. You know, they're just in the midst of the ordinary. And Jesus sees them in the midst of the ordinary And he sees something extraordinary in their lives. And if you go to the next verse, then he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You know why I say infinitely more? Jesus didn't just say more. He didn't say like follow me and you'll catch a little bit more fish. Follow me and you'll, you know, and you'll, you'll, you'll do more of this fishing. You know what I mean? Follow me and you'll get more fish or better fish or bigger fish or something. He changed things so much. He said, I will make you fishers of men. Now, they weren't literally going out with their pole and catching people, okay? Like, oh, we're, we're not asking for lures and ears and stuff like that, right? He was saying, like, follow me and I'm going to increase you to something you never could have imagined. And we know the end of the story, right? Like we know that Peter became an apostle. And Peter led the first church. The first time Peter preached, 3,000 people got saved. Like it, it, he, he was incredible. But when Jesus called him, he was just catching some fish. He was just an ordinary guy. We know Peter wasn't educated. Peter wasn't anybody and then you look later on in his life, and sometimes we're like, whoa, Peter was amazing. No, 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 no. Jesus is amazing. Because, you know, there are so many times along the way that Peter failed. Like, sometimes we forget, is the same Peter that denied Jesus three times. is the same Peter, you know, preaching on the day of Pentecost. And walking around and people getting healed with his shadow. It's the same Peter. So why can the same person just be an ordinary fisherman and then, you know, suddenly become an apostle to the first church? It's because it's not about the person. It's what Jesus said. He said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. It's because his power working in us can do infinitely more than we could ever ask or think. Peter could maybe only ask or think, I want to be the greatest fisherman. I want to be, I want to have the biggest boats. I want to get the biggest catch, you know. I, I, want, I want to have the, you know, the biggest fishing company. And Jesus is like, no, no, no. I'm able to do so much more. You know, catching fish is great. But he wanted to take him up to a level that Peter had never even considered. And, you know, I see this kind of Peter stories all the time. Today, I want to share just one story with you. I have so many. This is just one because it just I just got the news just recently. You know, although we have a lot more students and a lot more people with us now, I try to, before graduation, call or talk to, sit down, and meet with every single student. Okay? And, and go through, again, what God has done in their life and, and, and help them with where they're going in their future. And today, I wanted to share the story of Julian Lumpumpuyewa. I'll just call him Julian for the sake of time. And, and Julian was a man who was in the hospital in 2017 with major heart issues. And the doctors were telling him, Here is going through the test, 2017, he's laying in the hospital bed, scared out of his mind. And the doctors are suggesting the major surgeries that he needs to face. And when he's laying in that hospital room, he happened to turn on the TV and watch my TV program. And when he heard about Jesus... Faith came into his heart and he got the hope that he was going to survive. He got the hope that he was going to live, that he was going to be healed. And from 2017, he started following my program every single week and learning about Jesus, learning about Jesus, learning about Jesus until he wanted to go to Bible school. Now he could only go to Bible school. He lives on the opposite side of the country. He lives in in a village so small they barely even have internet. And for him to come out and move to our city was impossible. But through COVID and an online school, he was able to attend our program for two years. And you know his dedication? That when he didn't have signal, I'm not even exaggerating, he used to climb up in a tree. And we would see him online sitting in the branches of the tree to study the Bible with us. And his life was so transformed. This is him as the online Velvetorian of our graduation. And he has now already been sent out and is opening a mission post in Muslim areas and seeing many people come to know Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that like he's like a sick farmer on the brink of death. Is now out there changing lives. And I also wanted to show you this testimony because I think it gives you an idea of all how our ministries work together. That we have media, we have a Bible school, and we send them out on missions. And it's not just his life being transformed because he was transformed by Jesus. He's now bringing that transformation to so many. And you know, so today I, I want to bring this across to you, not just what you're part of in Indonesia. But to remind us again, like sometimes I think we forget, do we really remember the Jesus we have with us? You know, sometimes we're living lives and you know, we're living lives and we can be happy in our lives. But I, sometimes I think we're forgetting that like we have Jesus. We have the mighty working power of God that can transform our life, transform other lives in us. And you know, you may think sometimes that your prayers are too big. Let me tell you this you have never prayed a prayer too big. You have never prayed a prayer too big. You know why I can say that? Because He is able to do infinitely more than you can even think of. Like, I have prayed prayers that maybe I thought were too big. And I have come to realize one thing they were too small. They were too small, they weren't too big. You know why? Because your bringing, what you're asking for, what you're thinking about is not according to what you can do. And I think sometimes we limit so much what we think we can do in this world, how much change we can really bring, what we're praying about, according to what we think we can do. Well, let me tell you, if it's about what I can do, I'm not here today. He's not here today. Not today. I mean, he's not here. He's on the screen, okay? But he's not doing what he's doing. We're all it's not happening. And Jesus came to Peter and he said, I will transform you. I will make you something you never thought you could be. But your part is simple. It's just to follow me. Simple, not always easy. Like one thing that Jesus asks of us is not always easy, but to follow him. I'm not great. Jesus is great. But I'm thankful. He gave me the strength to get on that plane 20 years ago and fly to a place I didn't know. I'm so thankful that he gave me the strength and the boldness to step out of my door and share the gospel with people. I'm so thankful that he gave me the boldness and the strength to take those steps outside of my comfort zone time and time and time again. And I want to encourage you today that what he's putting on your heart, what is outside of your comfort zone, we got to go there. Because as long as we stay in our own comfort zone, it's according to what? Our own strength. And our own smarts. And our own what we can do. And I'll show you the uh, the place that really that God can show up. The place where you're really going to see him is probably the one that's out of your comfort zone. Where you have to rely on him. I tell you, no matter how many times I've gotten up in Indonesia and spoken to tens and hundreds and thousands of people, my knees still shake a little. And I am so, so aware that I could say the wrong word. And I won't be able to see it happen. And I wouldn't be able to change their hearts. And I wouldn't be able to make it succeed. But it's amazing when you rely on the God who can do infinitely more. If we can go back to that verse one more time as I go to closing and if the worship team can come up. Now all glory to God. Who is able through his mighty power work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Now I know some of you are maybe feeling like, Susan, I don't know. I don't think I've really experienced that infinitely more. You know, my life is Jesus. I I don't know if I've really seen that mighty power and that transformation. And I I don't know if I've really seen that. Can I remind you today that when you look at the cross, you already see the infinitely more of God. We could have never imagined that maybe, I mean, we could have thought that maybe, maybe, you know, God God would stop asking for some kind of, you know, today we're not coming here and bringing live animals as a sacrifice. You know, maybe we could have thought maybe he would have given us a little bit more. You know, maybe a little bit more in the new covenant. Maybe he could have changed things a bit. But we never would have thought or imagined or asked for God himself to become a man, to take our place to take our burdens, our sin, and to die on the cross for us. Like, that is infinitely more than we ever could have thought of. That we can sit here today completely redeemed. That we can sit here today knowing that each and every one of our mistakes was put on him. To know that he looks at you today as not just a follower, but as a child and a precious and loved child of God. So I want to tell you today, he has already done infinitely more to you. Sometimes we're not aware, sometimes we forget, sometimes we've heard it a thousand times, so it goes by. But I want to remind you today, he already has done infinitely more. If you can see that mighty power and that love and that infinite wow of God at work, then I believe you can open your heart and say, God, what more do you have for me? And I'll encourage you today that keep working and partnering with missionaries who are doing things in other places that you can't go. That's amazing. Thank you so much. But it would so bless my heart to know that you are allowing him to do it in your life here as well. Will you all stand with me? So take a moment to pray. Jesus, I thank you for who you are and what you've done. I thank you. You didn't wait for us to come up with a great plan for our salvation. When we were completely lost and could never, ever, ever even come close to reaching you, you came down. You gave up everything to have us. And we thank you that we stand before you today as a God who has already done infinitely more than we ever could have asked for. The fact we can stand here today with an eternal hope and salvation in our hearts. The fact that we can know you personally, even though you're God. You have already blown our minds away. Your grace, your love, and your power is already more than we ever could have imagined. And I thank you that that power at work was not just until the point of salvation. We thank you that even now in our daily lives, even now in the mundane and the ordinary things we're doing, you are able for your mighty power to work within us and accomplish something greater. And Jesus, I'm praying for this second half of 2023. And I'm praying for Bridgeway and everyone here right now today, even maybe those online. And I'm saying, Jesus, thank you. You're able to do greater. That our prayers and our imagination of what you could do is never more. But you are God of the infinitely more. And so I thank you, Jesus, right now. Can you speak to our hearts? Can you speak to our minds? And most importantly, would you give us the boldness to take those steps out of our comfort zone and go where you're leading us. And I believe that we are going to see amazing things that are going to bring glory to your name, infinitely more than we could ever think or imagine. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to you. You are awesome, awesome, awesome. And you are so worthy of all of our praise. And in your name, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Check out our app or our website at bridgewaycommunity.org for more messages or to take the sermon one step deeper by downloading the sermon discussion guide.